there, you're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a theme park podcast, but for one week only, there is basically no discussion about theme parks because I'm in Seville and there are no theme parks here. No open theme parks anyway. But I've been reporting at the end of each day of my trip so far on what I've been up to. And today is day three. And today was probably the most touristy day of the lot. It was probably the hottest day of the lot as well. Got up to 25 degrees in the kind of middle of the afternoon. So I started the day by making my way a little bit south of the apartment over to the Gold Tower. This is one of the most, I suppose, notable historical locations in Seville. It's an old military watchtower dating back to the 13th century. Fantastic view. You can go right up to the top and you get a fantastic view of the Guadalquivir River. I'm going to go with uh, well worth a visit. It's completely free. They do ask for a three euro voluntary uh, contribution. Uh, whether or not you, you pony up a, a few euro or not, it's well worth visiting. The views, as I say, are spectacular. And in my case as well, it was just a good opportunity and a good excuse to head down to the waterfront. So if you listen to day two, you'll know that I did cross the river and head over to where Isla Magica is, this theme park that Seville does have, which unfortunately is seasonal and closed at the moment. But that is uh, further up the river this I would say it was a far more scenic route across. And uh, yeah, the waterfront is really, really beautiful. It, it looks absolutely fantastic down there. And there are sort of two bridges in pretty close vicinity that are both well worth crossing. And I did. The photo opportunities are tremendous. The first one I went across was Puente San Telmo. And this was to head over into the Triana district. Um, this, as a, this was also recommended to me by my Airbnb host. It's where he grew up. A ton, a ton of places to eat and drink. Like, you know, every UK high street, the joke is that you have a Greg's, a betting shop, a McDonald's and maybe a Poundland. Well, here it's like a very, very pleasant looking cafe, a tapas bar, a nice pub, like tons of restaurants. Every street has got you know, options that would be highlights just about anywhere else, I feel. And uh, the Triana district of, of the city is no exception. The other bridge that I came back over across was the Puente de Isabel II. Now, this was probably my favourite of the two bridges. Once I was back over the other side, this is uh, when I hit up two, I suppose, or maybe, I guess three in the end, kind of the key tourist must-dos if you're in Seville. So it all started with the Real Alcazar. This is a royal palace. Uh, it's got um, uh, Islamic origins, actually, and it is regarded as one of the most beautiful palaces in Spain, not just in Seville. But for me, it wasn't so much the building that really blew me away and, and what had me spend over an hour in there um, it was more the gardens just a joy to walk around but in my case um, just a nice place to stop and finish my book and the gardens are so massive that you know you you, you start uh, with with the palace itself 
um, the interior and it can feel a little crowded. And I'm not like generally I'm not someone who loves crowded indoor environments. And I was thinking, oh, is this really my cup of tea? You know, have a wasted 15 euro on this. Um, but once I got outside and was able to stretch my legs out in the gardens and, and take my time a bit more, and uh, I, I, I really, really loved it. And uh, yeah, well worth spending some time in. Then there was the Cathedral of Seville. Now, this is probably like the number one on most people's itinerary if they're coming to Seville. It's the third largest church in the world, and it's the largest Gothic cathedral of its type. It's, it's pretty extraordinary. You know, from the outside, it's impressive enough, but the interior is truly spectacular. And for me, the highlight was definitely the bell tower. It takes quite a while <laughs> to get up there, uh, if you've got dodgy knees, tight calves, it's going to hurt. It's a long old walk and the views at the top, I mean, they are worth it. Don't get me wrong. As I say, I think it would be the top of most people's itinerary. And I think that was reflected in the sheer number of languages and accents that I heard while I was just walking around in there. So it strikes me that the vast majority of people who visit Seville for any length of time are going to are gonna make it a priority to see the cathedral. And even as someone who I'm not some sort of expert on architecture, I'm not religious, um, but yeah, I was pretty wowed by it. I was walking around thinking this would be a pretty cool place to climb around in Assassin's Creed. But then, you know, I'm a Philistine and a heathen. Speaking of um, terrible pop culture references when you should just be appreciating the actual culture, Maria Louisa Park. This, again, is, is one of the kind of, I think, key landmarks in Seville. Notable, to me at least, because it was used as a filming location in Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. The scene where Anakin picks up Padme, who's wheeling her suitcases around to take her off into hiding, and they're walking around those sort of grand-looking pillars, and then they come out into the main plaza, and so that's where this was filmed, you know, which was interesting. Like, I th you know, the perception of the prequels. Here we go. I can't talk in enough form that and about Seville, but get me onto Star Wars prequels. But the perception of the Star Wars prequels is that George Lucas went all in on blue screens and green screens. And, you know, he wasn't an actor's director. He wasn't even necessarily like a production designer's director because he just wanted to do everything on the computer. But, no, you know, there was still some location filming going on in in Star Wars Episode 1, 2, 3, more so than you would get in, I would say, most of the Marvel films these days. And, uh, and yeah. It was nice as, you know, as a Star Wars nerd, I, you know, I was always going to get a kick out of seeing a Star Wars location for myself. And uh, again, very popular. It's a beautiful city and, and this is a particularly beautiful part of the city. And again, much like real Alcazar, it's kind of the gardens um, around the edges, which I, I kind of enjoyed even more and, and just a nice place to walk around. And again, stop and read some of my book. I'm reading books, guys. I'm, I'm a changed man. That was basically it for, for today's attractions. I, um, I got a fantastic pizza for dinner. I have to say, there's just like a fairly unassuming pizza place in the square, just, um, you know, a few steps away from my apartment. Um, I think they're literally just called the Italian Pizza Company. It's just this little shop front. There's just a woman in there 
constantly with pizzas on the go. You can get it by the slice. She'll do you a calzone, um, or you can buy a, you know, a full on, you know, medium or, or, or what they call family size pizza. I got a medium to myself and yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. I took it away in a box, brought it back to the flat, sat here eating it over the course of about an hour. It's a big old thing for 13, 14 euro and yeah, absolutely fantastic. So anyway, that is it for day three of the Seville Diaries. Another north of 20,000 step day, so I'm pretty tired. Uh, funnily enough, uh, there were a few moments today which also reminded me of Universal Studios. <laughs> Maybe I'll talk about those tomorrow because I think I'm going to take another wander down that particular street and see if uh, Bumblebee, yes, you heard that right, Bumblebee is out and about. Or maybe there'll be some new characters. Maybe Shrek and Donkey will be down there. I don't know. But um, we'll save that for tomorrow because... Again, I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to get up to tomorrow, but tomorrow is the last full day. I mean, Friday is basically a full day, but I'll be having to carry a bag around for most of it, which is not ideal. So, um, yeah, tune back in for more of my very informed takes on Seville. Until then, stay safe out there and goodbye. <laughs>